What's up and welcome to the All Sports Best Podcast. I'm Trey here with Ruben. Ruben, how's it going? It's going great. I love the podcast. It's awesome. <laughs> okay, so we never, I mean, we don't get as much of a chance to do an original podcast as we'd like to. We love doing the interviews, but the original podcast just kind of brings that different dynamic here in the studio. And Kevin Durant has brought a different dynamic for his team all year long, been the clear favorite for their team, clear best player on their team. And then the playoffs hit and we're like, okay, what's going to happen is Steph coming out and doing his thing, Clay doing his thing. Steph kind of went on a lull, Clay went on a lull, KD came in hot and continued to do so throughout the time that he's been so far. I mean, obviously they still have to get through the Houston Rockets. That's going to be a big part of um, the playoff story, but Kevin Durant, takes a what is it like a uh, a sideline yeah just a side you know, jump jumper shot. yeah and and comes down completely fine turns around starts heading back to the other side to play defense and of course he made it because he's on fire and like nothing's missing and he turns to go and nobody's around him and he just pulls up kind of limp and he's looking at his calf and he's you know walking off like Kobe do you remember when Kobe walked off and his flat was his foot was real flat uh-huh. and that's what that's what Kevin Durant looked like so everybody including Reggie Miller whoever was announcing with it him Reggie Miller. yeah he was like oh yeah he he's hurt that's a, that's an Achilles and I don't want to assume anything but that's his Achilles and I'm just like dude wait until the reports cuz I thought he kind of sounded like an idiot there but what does this how does this impact the series oh it's huge i mean we were watching it in the moment and yeah, first thing you notice him coming up limp, you think, okay, maybe he came down on the other guy's foot. That's right, the only right. thing I could think of because it clearly looked like, oh, crap, you know. And and no, he he just came down on it wrong, and it kind of – and I don't I guess think he came the, down on it wrong. I guess the doctor's report says that it was a calf strain, or that's yeah. what it is. It's a calf strain. So he's out the rest of this series, which is huge because they've got to still beat Houston one more time, which, okay, they're going back to – Houston right. to play game six and then if they win, if if Houston wins that one which they should at home and that's what it's been doing so far then they go back for game seven um, what are the chances I don't know and of him coming back or just no who, no no who, he's not Houston coming back winning. this series okay, he's no. not coming back this yeah, series that's already so a done deal to me I feel like it's it's different than the whole Kyrie situation last year the Celtics were like wow look at how good they can be without Kyrie let's add Kyrie to the mix how much greater can we be and I think that's a big part of why at the beginning of the year, he's like, I'm staying in Boston forever, right? Um, Kevin Durant, he gets pulled off the court because um, he's injured. And then the Splash Brothers start doing their thing, kind of like old times. You know, it was, there was no, you take Kevin Durant out of the equation. What does it do? Well, guess what? They already won a championship without him. And that's why he went there. That was part of the reason. Um, so to me, I think the Warriors are, are still not as strong of a team, but definitely the strongest team still out there to me with Kevin Durant out. Now, they bring Kevin Durant back and he's fire again. Okay, they're going to improve again. But I think that, that without him, they're still the strongest team, the strongest offensive team out there. I think it's, it's, since they have a 3-2 to two lead, I think what will happen, my, my personal opinion, Houston will win game six. Okay. And it'll be probably like an 8-10 point game. It won't be really that close mm-hmm. because – They've got just think um, when you got the best player on the floor and not there. It's like if if Houston had James Harden get hurt, sure, and their their chances are going to go way down. Okay, so at home in Houston, they're fire. They're thinking, hey, no Kevin Durant, that seven footer with a right. eight foot wingspan, yeah, can block anything and shoot from anywhere. Without him in the lineup, you think, okay, 
uh, Clay and Steph are going to have to really come up fire right? because that's the only way that they're going to be able to sustain Houston. So let's say Houston wins, which is my prediction. They're going to win game six. Okay. Go back to Oracle. And in, I think in Oracle, it's going to be a dogfight. But I think um, Houston will still have the edge because really? the best player on the floor, you know, out of the game. I mean, you've got to you get so much more. You get so much more energy and um, confidence out of the Rockets than you would if if uh, Kevin Durant was there. So you think that when Kevin Durant's in there, they're just kind of down on themselves. They're like, oh, I can't do it. No, that's, I mean, that's about 40, 40 to 50 points a game difference that Steph and Clay are going to have to make up. Right. Well, you know what? If they're on fire, then, hey, they've got a chance. It's just hard to go back to the old Warriors from two years ago when you've had Kevin Durant See, but they, I don't, carrying you the I don't whole think time. they ever will go back to the old, old Warriors. They've got more firepower even still than they did then. And then isn't DeMarcus Cousins possibly going to be back soon? So, I mean, he might be back could, if they make it to the next series. Okay, He's not going to okay. make it back. So we're just talking about this series then. Yeah, the only way. Yeah, we're just talking about this series, getting out of this series. Um, the only way that they I think that they win is if Kevin Durant in the second half, he comes running out of the locker room like, you know what? I'm okay. I'm going to play. Even if he's limping, he's like one of those old football movies. You know what I mean? Where, um, or just game a tough plan, player, game plan. or just remember, a tough player. Like remember Kobe? when the rock comes in at the end of the game on the game plan, um, he comes in to, sure. to take over the game and, and they come back to victory in the super bowl. Anyways, that's, that's I don't know what you're talking about. The Is that game, the one with the fairy? The, the, no, the tooth fairy? No, the game plan where that little girl, remember his daughter, oh, yeah, comes yeah, yeah, to yeah. visit him or whatever. Anyways, that's kind of how Kevin Durant's going to have to come limping out of okay. the locker room and they're going to be like, oh my gosh, he's back. And it'd be enough to, to overtake him. But mm. I think when you've got, okay, the other night it was one quarter without Kevin Durant. They had momentum. Steph and Clay were hitting shots and, and taking names. But I think without him, they're going to they're gonna have a tough time. I'm predicting uh, Chris Paul's gonna get hurt from flopping so hard. Wow, he's gonna he's gonna flop himself into an injury, and then it's gonna actually hurt, which would actually be okay with me. Kyrie's next move is you know the talk of the NBA. It's funny because the playoffs are pretty good, like probably one of the best, most exciting, some of the closest series. Right, we had the Bucks win it three and one, and that was like wow, that's a, a blowout. But we got Sixers Raptors three and three. Nuggets, Blazers, three and three. Golden State, Houston, three two. Um, but the Bucks, of course, the number one seed and very high po- firepower, did not have the name brand uh, power that the Celtics did, and then they lost. So everyone's talking about where's Kyrie going. He said at the beginning of the year he's there to stay. Then it was well, I don't know. And then now it's like he's t- he's in talks with people. To me, loyalty so much, and especially because I'm a Lakers fan. I mean, I loved Kobe because he was loyal to the. He's loyal to the brand, right? Um, Magic was also, right? There wasn't like, there. I guess you can't say a lot of players stayed with the Lakers that started from the very beginning, but as far as star power goes, like when you go in, you typically stay. And um, Kyrie was basically like, I need to get away from Cleveland to go and get my own team. He got his own team, didn't work out the way he planned. Even though he had the, I mean, to me, he had the names to do it, right? Hay- Hayward was didn't do great this year, but he was a great name. Right. Al Horford is a great player and more. Oh, yeah. No, I I agree totally. Um, I think when you uh, are out all of last year like he was and they make it all the way to the Eastern Conference finals and then you sit there and go, dang, that's a good young team 
Tatum stepped up, Rozier, all these guys that are like a young core, man, they got a lot of experience. They just got better. You add Kyrie and Gordon Hayward to the mix, they're going to be the favorites to win it all. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That, that's what everything looked like. So to me, everything on paper looks perfect for their situation. And you think, okay, well, they just got to actually go out there and execute it. When then the season started and they kind of limped along, you're okay, well, we just kept making excuses. Everybody right. did. You know what I mean? Like, you know what? They just got to get it together. Yeah, it's we'll happening. figure out the minutes. Sure, yeah, sure. You know, some of these guys aren't too happy. And we'll see how it goes. But then as, as the season kept progressing and they were like in the middle of the pack and you're going – something's not right. You know what I mean? Ky mm -hmm. Kyrie's, I think he had the ball more than what one player had before. You know what I mean? It was so much different yeah, yeah. when they're sharing the ball and it's hard to guard one or two guys and just the, the whole chemistry. They had that Spurs feel to it, I think. Like, it was like, it's all for one kind of deal. And on this one, it was like, I get paid the most and, you know, everybody knows who I am. So And it's my team. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's his team. It really was his yeah. team. Even though to me he didn't really earn that right, it's like um, so I'm watching Game of Thrones right now, you know, and like uh -huh. it's not about like do you did you earn the throne? A lot of times it's more of like oh you were born into a family that right. owns the throne, you know, and that's kind of what it was there. Like oh you did good on this other team and we paid you a lot of money, so automatically you come to Boston, one of the most historied franchises in NBA, and you get to take over. Yeah. And to me that's not right. Um, I mean it can be right if you bring a LeBron over and it's like, wow, that's a big change though. LeBron didn't make a big change possibly soon, but like Kawhi, Kawhi comes over. He's automatically the King of Toronto and he goes out there and he, I mean, he shoves it dude killed it. And so I think that on that level, he got to the throne, stayed on the throne cause he earned it. And you know, Kyrie kind of got there and it's just like, Oh yeah, well um, I don't know if I want to be here anymore. Well, see, not to, fair. to me, I felt like Kyrie was the right guy. Okay, here he was in, in LeBron's shadow in Cleveland. Right. Okay, you know what? I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be like the second fiddle to this team. Sure. I want to get my own team. Well, he went to Boston. You're thinking, okay, that's the perfect situation. Mm -hmm. He's the closer in a game. He's going to get him there. He's going to do. And so you think everything's going to work out great. Okay, in, in my um, experience, um, we have a, a ASB thread for people that don't know it. Right, okay, right, where right. we all talk about, you know, we have bloggers in El Paso. Shout out to Jose Lee and Danny. Mm -hmm. And then we've got. We have no uh, blogs right now, though. Yeah, thanks. Um, <laughs> so we got uh, we got Dylan, Trey, and myself um, here in Carlsbad. And so we're here talking. And, man, when Boston won that first game, I was, like, beating my chest going, you know what? Boston, you know, with their storied franchise, mm. they're going to win that series. And, you know, everybody was like, oh, no, Milwaukee. Milwaukee's going to win that. You know, they're they're a good team. And I'm right, like, right, what but do not they ESPN. Have? Yeah, they have Giannis. They, they're, they're a good team, but they're not Boston. I mean, they've got Kyrie. They've got Hayward. They've got Tatum. They've got Al Horford. I mean, they've got all these guys. They're going to figure it out. And so they won game one on the road. And, you, and one, I was yeah. just going, yes. And I was just, I don't you know, know why you're yes. Aren't you a Lakers guy? Why would you want the Celtics? No, I didn't want the Celtics. I was just saying that they were going to win. Oh, and everybody so you just want to be right. I just want to be right. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes it's better to be right than to be good. Don't you think? Um, I don't know if that's a thing, but yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that's me. Sometimes like, I think I'm it's right. lucky instead of good, but yeah. you know, right or that's good. That's, thing. I mean, different, but yeah. Um, no, I, I think that that was one of the things ESPN, they were like, Hey, you know, uh, bucks aren't as strong as we thought they were. So they're out. And to me, that's so stupid. One game doesn't ever determine it. And I mean, not when there's a seven game series, no, and not when there's a seven footer. That's the most athletic in the league. Maybe one of the most athletic athletes ever. Oh yeah. I mean, golly, imagine putting him in football pads 
and letting him do his thing. Not saying that he won't get hurt quick, but he's a beast, number one. And number two, nobody's out jumping Giannis. Dude's going to get up there. And he doesn't have to worry about travels, which he doesn't have to worry about in the NBA either. But regardless, um, yeah, so for me, that's – to me, he has been killing it the most um, on the East – in the Eastern Conference. Carried his team to uh, win four games out of five against this, uh, a fully staffed Celtics team. You know what I mean? So fear the deer. Oh, yeah. Next thing it, um, on the list, Nuggets Trailblazers. To me, that, that one was – is 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 going to game seven i just i just can't pay attention to it very much i I know Jokic is an absolute beast i love damian lillard it's just i know how irrelevant this series is going to prove going to the next round like you can tell me that the nuggets are great and that they had a great season you can tell me the trailblazers are heating up right you know and move on to the next one but you cannot pitch this series to the fans like nobody's going to want to watch golden state play one of these teams because they know what the outcome is going to be Wow, you're already saying Golden State. Well, or, or Houston, okay. whatever. But I mean, I I do I do think it's gonna okay. Be you know what? State. To me, I think it's it's kind of a cool series. I mean, yeah, it's not the it's not the sexy, exciting series right, like the right. Houston. It's um, not the flash that you yeah, want Warriors to promote. Series. But to me, I think Jokic. I really didn't watch him all year long. I mean, you know, it's like, oh yeah, the Nuggets are in first place in the West. Oh yeah, the Nuggets are in second. But they were like right there all year, and I thought. What do they have? And then now I see Jokic play, and it looks like like we talked about it the like, other day. You got him, and it looks like Ron Gar- <laughs> Gronkowski kind of out of shape and kind of like not that athletic or anything. God. And he just gets thrown out there, and he can do everything. Mm-hmm. He's a great passer. He can shoot from wherever. He can go to the basket, and he's just not that fast. But it seems like he never gets tired. He's just always going up and down the court, same pace, and he's not going to do anything too flashy. He's not going to do something like Giannis, no, and no, no, Kyrie no, no. do. But you know what? He's going to be there, will. and he's going to be solid and he's going to win some games. So I predict that they're going to be in the conference finals and people are going to know who the Denver Nuggets are. I think it's going to be exciting, even though I think the other side is, is definitely going to win. Yeah. I mean, he's a blue collar guy. Kyrie's, I mean, not Kyrie. Kawhi's a blue collar guy. They're just going to do what it takes to get the ball in the hoop. Like that's to me, it's like somebody went up to him and I'm not going to say he's not a smart guy because obviously he's smart enough to make it work. Except but I feel it like they the go, mic. they go, ball hoop you know and then he's just like oh okay that's what i gotta do and Kyrie, i mean Kawhi, God, i always get their names but um you know it's same thing it's like this is what you gotta do you gotta score the ball oh and by the way Ky- uh, Kawhi, you better be and, and also don't let them score the ball and that's it it's just that's what it comes down to and tim duncan was like use the backboard and Kawhi is now just an absolute monster and you can t- you can he could go up he's just like larry bird to me he could go up to you and be like i'm about to shoot this and i'm gonna make it over you and then i'm gonna go and swat you on the other end and he'll do it but he's not gonna be cocky about it so um those two players really remind me of each other though Ky- Kawhi has so many more athletic abilities and is just the star star of the franchise i know Jokic is but like you can market you can market Kawhi a lot better, even though you're never going to get a real word out of him. See, and I think that they're both marketable like a Mike Trout. They're marketable like where people are going to go, man, we got to get more out of this. If you could get I a mean, we funny got, commercial. Yeah. With those two in there, that'd be perfect. Yes. Because to me, Kawhi, whenever he did the laugh, I mean, that how many memes and gifs yeah. and all Embrace that other stuff it. were there. That Yeah, it was, it was just so bad that I think he'll never – 
intentionally laugh again. No, he never will. I don't no. think his brother-in-law or is it his brother or brother-in-law that's like his age. I don't know. You always bring him up and don't <laughs> never know. Yeah, and I, I think that guy's going to go, you know what? I don't care what you have to do. If you have to bite your tongue in half, don't ever laugh again. Jeez. Don't ever get that on film. See, because if you do, you're going to be in trouble. All he has to do is embrace it. And to me, I already made up a commercial in my head as you were talking. Um, sorry, I was listening. Oh, I was yeah, listening. I know. <laughs> but... What I would do is he's got like the laugh button, right? Like it's a, he's got like a laugh button. That's like part of him being a robot. And so he's like at an audition thing and there's like comedians or something and he clicks the button and it's like the laugh or it's not like he won't, he'll either approve it with his laugh or not. And so at first it's just a light little intro and like, Oh, Kawhi has got a little sense of humor. And then you take it from there. Um, like you said about Mike Trout, I mean, they use that. They've, they've used a couple of commercials with him. And he doesn't go all out and like he's not the comedian in it, but he does something somewhat out of his element. Comfort and it's zone. funny. Yes, it's funny. All you got to do is just make somebody yeah, get out of their comfort zone a little bit. And it's like, wait, they got another side to them. That's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna go buy a ticket. Like yeah. This guy is a beast and he's amazing at sports. Oh, yeah. I think it's cool. I think Jokic, he looks more like a guy that would joke around and have a lot of good time. Yeah, yeah. And I think, and I think a commercial with those two together would be great. And I think we could um, we could market that. I think I think that's um, something that we can do in the future. Okay, so let's talk about where Kyrie's going. We didn't even really talk about where he's going. Where is Kyrie going? Where is KD going? And then I got another guy that we have no idea what he's doing, but we're going to you know, try well, and predict his next move. Okay, I'll tell you what I'm hoping for. I'm okay. hoping that Kyrie and KD both go to the Knicks. Okay. Only reason I'm saying that is because the Knicks haven't been relevant in so long right. that you just kind of go, that yeah, like bring them back. I mean, of course, we need to bring back the Lakers too, and it'd be great if KD went there or Kyrie. But hey, you know what? I don't think that'll happen. So no, no, I don't. I'm thinking either. if they both go to New York, Madison Square Garden, okay, and you add a Zion Williamson or another um, R.J. Barrett, another top guy like that from the draft, then I think you've got a chance to really compete in the East. And make them something something special. Yeah, and I see. I think that the Knicks have kind of already tipped their hand or showed their hand. They're gonna draft Zion, and that's kind of like almost the final uh, say on that. So they are the number one pick for sure. Oh, I don't know about that, but well, I mean, see, that's I think, the only okay, way I guess they're that getting makes sense. him. That makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> okay, I guess they're if they are, they will for sure go. With him, so they tip their hand if their hand says number one. They won't need the point god if they get uh they if they get Kyrie, right? Wow. Yeah. You're gonna do a jaw a jaw. Um, jaw jab, rule, baby. Jaw rule. Jab. How does he not? Um, there's no way that they don't say something about jaw rule when John Morant comes to the league and like it's a commercial or it's a rap song or something like that. Well, but, if he goes in and dominates, let's say like um, Ben Simmons did his rookie year, okay, or his second year or whatever. I think his third, third year. rookie year is when yeah. he really came out. Yeah, and that's it showed when he it. finally got the rookie so of the year. That's when he finally got it. But I think Again. if Jaw Morant does that, then yeah, then that would be the big thing. Is the commercials would be jaw rules. Right, and right. He, and they'd probably send some royalties to That's what I was going to say. I think he's got to. But if he lowercases the the R, is he fine? Because it's just a word, right? Yeah. Like maybe unless he puts jaw and then uppercase rules and jaw rules in the show or in the commercial, maybe not. Okay, we'll do it. We'll do advertising for him too, marketing for him. We'll do jaw rules, lowercase for rules. Yeah. yeah. Exclamation point. And then you have to put some of the rules. Like one of the rules is yes. go to the basket. One of the yeah, rules yeah, yeah. is hit threes. One of the rules is play great defense. One of the rules is, you know what? Be a, a god. A be the god. Yeah. Be the point god. Be the jaw god. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
So for me, Kyrie's next move is super, super important. And I heard recently that they don't want to follow each other. So if Kyrie decides to go to the Knicks, KD doesn't want to go and decide after him because it's like, oh, I joined him and it's his team. And that's just how the superstars are now. We've gotten to the level to where people are so worried about their image that they don't want to follow each other. They would have to go, hey, are you At going the to the Knicks? Like, let's, let's do this. You ready? And if Kyrie posted it on his Instagram and one minute later, Kevin Durant, they would go and cite it and be like, no, you know, Kevin Durant, of course he went because he saw that a, a minute before. You know what I mean? So oh, yeah. it's like it's gotten so nitpicked. And Ky- to be honest with you, Kyrie gets a lot of a lot of relief. He's very sim- to me. He's a lot similar to more similar to to Steph than he is Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant, he could go and say like, "I'm going to go and make the Knicks great." Like the Knicks suck. I'm going to make them really good, and they're going to be like, "Well, yeah, of course you're going to go to you know the Suns because their draft pick is is coming." You know what I mean? Like there's there's no give. But Kyrie could go, "I'm going to go to the Warriors," and they'd be like, "You know what? That kind of that kind of works." You know. <laughs> Um, we need a guy that can really handle the ball and it's quick. Steph's really good, but you would bring another dynamic. And so to me, you just don't catch breaks. If you're KD to me, I don't give Kyrie breaks, but ESPN does. Okay. So let's say, um, Kevin Durant announces as soon as his, you know, he's sitting there on the bench and they get beat out by the Rockets. Mm -hmm. And then he goes ahead and says, you know what? I'm going to the, I'm going to the Knicks. Then where does Kyrie go? I think at that point, um, since it's already somewhat known, he still kind of has the green light. But I think there's still this part of him that goes, you know what? I I don't know if I want to be a fraud about things because I already told Cleveland I was going to stay there forever when I was young. And then I left because I didn't and I demanded to leave. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't just like, oh, I got traded. So I think that part of him still wants to stay in Boston um, still wants to fulfill that promise Make it work. Exactly. But then another part of me is thinking, golly, I really had it good with LeBron and I know he's older now, but you know, Los Angeles, I mean, Kyrie likes the spotlight. He has a movie, you know, he's got a movie that w- went to the big screen. It wasn't just like that B movie, Netflix original type of deal. It was real. And, um, and he had big co-stars. He likes that big co-star life. I feel like if LeBron can say, look, Kyrie, like our, our differences are settled come be on space jam, come to LA Lonzo's going to get the ball distributed and you guys can actually make it work together. Um, I think that'd be, that'd be huge. And I think that he's, he's considering that too, you know? Okay. Well, some people say Brooklyn though. And I don't, I don't see that working because I think D kind of took that over D'Angelo Russell's team. Exactly. So get him some pieces, but like you, you just don't want to bring in a big piece because he just he, he's just a diva. You got to really consider like I'm about to pay a lot of money for this guy to take my team a notch down possibly. Okay, so we're talking about the Lakers. You you just brought up you know yeah 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 Kyrie it's, it's going to L A. and then you go okay well you know what Luke Walton we're gonna go ahead and get rid of you because yeah. I don't know LeBron doesn't want you there Palenko doesn't want you there um, they haven't Magic officially Stone. let him go huh. No, they have. Oh, he, they did. Remember, okay, he okay. went to the he went to the Kings. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. The Kings right. have him on a hiatus right now because of the um, misconduct thing that he has oh, going that's on. So, right. so he's not. He's kind of in a. Low, I think the Lakers got a hold of that real quick, and they go, "Hey, what's the highest price we can?" I mean, I don't think that he really gets sold. Well, off. the thing that's crazy to me is um, the Lakers and the Celtics. Okay, I'm going to say tied. 
two biggest storied franchise in NBA history. Okay. So here's uh, Boston doing their thing, you know, not doing bad in the East. And then you got the Lakers over there looking for a coach. So, so Tyron Lue, you're going, okay, let's pick mm-hmm. up Tyron Lue, LeBron's guy. Let's you our thing. And then LeBron Tyron uh, says, you know what? I don't want to go to the Lakers. You know, the bottom of uh, LeBron's shoe, it's not my favorite place to be. So, yeah, I'm going to go somewhere else. $6 million offer for three years. So, I mean, like $6 million a year. He was looking to make $18 million. To me, as a coach, that's a really good price, even though, like, we see college football coaches get paid more. Like, I mean – well, just the top and, of the top, but right. But still, that's how is that not the top of the top? It's the Lakers, you yeah. know. And I mean, we talked about it already, but um, like when we were talking about it, when it first actually happened on the thread and all that stuff, like he could get paid. Imagine getting paid. Hey, Ruben, I'm going to pay you six. Mil- I'm going to give you two million dollars a year. And um, this guy over here, he's really, really good. Just let him do whatever he wants to do. And just you just have to take the heat. I would gladly take the heat for the Lakers. Oh, you know, it didn't work out this year. Oh, well, I signed a three mil, you know, a three year deal. Okay. You know what I mean? Think about the, okay. He wanted a five year deal. That's the whole thing. So he wanted a five year deal. You know what? Take the three year deal. um, Get some side endorsements, maybe some radio shows, maybe, you know, say, Hey, LeBron, can I have a little small part in space jam? Maybe, you know, give me a cameo or something as, as, as maybe the other coach or, whatever i don't care what you put me in um put me in some acting something. gigs something and give me a little bit of extra money but there's no way right now he's looking at okay i'm not going to go to the lakers so right now i'm still looking for a job so he's going to end up with uh new orleans i don't even know what they are bobcats you know what i mean come yeah. on what are you doing tyron no but i mean yeah if we're talking about endorsements outside of basketball for coaches, I'm thinking there's so many different things. Speaking events, right? We talked about it before. We Holly Holm came to Carlsbad one time to speak, and I think it was uh, another guy too, and I can't remember his name. Herschel Walker, I think, came, like a nice. big-time name, right? And each one of them, which I don't know how she got as much as him, but I guess she's more relevant right right now, but they got $10,000 to speak for 30 minutes. So you're telling me that these – people who are in the spotlight constantly do that. So all he's got to do is go, look, this is how I started my career. He did have an NBA basketball career. He was a Laker. He was a Laker. He does have a championship. Like he's got these credentials to just go and talk to, you know, conferences. Hey, this is a business success conference. We want you to come and talk to our conference. Well, okay. How much are we willing to look at? You know, $5,000. Okay. For 30 minutes. Are you kidding me? I would take you know, I would take fifty dollars for thirty minutes if I go talk somewhere. Okay, I'm going to do you a small sample size of of his um, pre- as his. Okay, interview. go ahead. Okay, yes, I'm John Smith, and I'm president of this um, huge positive thinking organization, and I've got Tyron Lou here mm. to speak to you guys. Um, give him about thirty minutes of your time. Um, come on, Tyron. Hey, how's it going, everybody? I'm Tyron Lue. I've got a NBA championship. I played for the Lakers. I'm the coach of the Lakers yeah. now. I just, I just want to let you guys know I'm excited to be here. Uh, I want to talk to you about positive things. Oh, uh, hold on a sec. LeBron, LeBron, come over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, LeBron's going to talk to you. And let LeBron talk because right. it's really LeBron's team. It really is he's LeBron's just, team. And, and he's going to put his hand in his back, and he's going to be like the, the marionette puppet. puppet. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, to me, that's it. And then he's going to get... 90% of the money. So yes, I was going to just walk away and sit down, <laughs> sit on a stool. They walk off and like then that. he's like, he's like, Hey, um, LeBron, um, 
I don't want to bother you, but last week I, I didn't get, you know, you didn't give me my allowance, you know, like he, he's getting paid $3 million. I'm sorry, $6 million a year. Um, but, but he's like, Hey, thanks dude. Thanks for getting me over here. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I, I thought I was going to get 10% of that gig and you know, you got $10,000. So I don't know. I think that's a thousand dollars that you're supposed to give me. Uh, you know what, dude, that's just chump change. Um, <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll go. I'll take you to dinner. Right, right, right. We're going to go and eat something decent. We're not going to go to eat fast food. We're going to eat somewhere decent. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, um, okay, so next on the list, the uh, let's move over to baseball, Ruben. Eye black, facial hair, which which a lot of people are kind of like, what's going on there, you know? Um, we did it when I was, you know, coming from high school to college. We did the summer ball in Farmington for the Connie Mack League, right? right? And I remember one time we came up with somebody was messing with the eye black and I don't know who it was. I, I know I was like in the mix of people that did it, but I don't remember how it all started, but somebody, you know, let it run down to their chin or something. And so then I was like, I don't use eye black. I never really did. But I then say, I don't think yeah, I remember I, seeing you. I never it. really did. But then um, I think we got it, got a hold of it and we made, you know, beards and all that. I mean, I went all out, put like so much on my face, which was gross afterwards. Um, you know, showering and all you that. Look you look like a CrossFit just, guy. I look like I, yeah, I uh, CrossFit guy. Yeah. You know, with a beard. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> I was trying to be cool. Um, but now we saw them do it. The Cincinnati reds took this over apparently, you know, taking after what we did that summer, a few summers, boy, was that they like heard about eight it. summers ago? Yeah. Something like, like that. Eight summers ago. And, um, anyways, should I black facial hair be a trend in the, in the MLB? I think it should be on special events. Like, let's say you're going to have a, a an eye black night and say, you know what? Every the first 5000 fans that come in, get a little thing of eye black and then you can uh, pass it. Or maybe we'll just give so many per section and you have everybody in that section put a little bit on however they want to. And right, then right. maybe give like a top five people in the whole stadium, um, get them on the field, recognize like, mm. you know what? This guy is whatever you know what i mean he, he's trying to be this person or whatever and just yeah. just whatever comes up the most original and coolest will get you know maybe um box seats for the next game or right or get, get 200 dollars in the concession mm -hmm. you know which will get you a couple of hot dogs and maybe yeah a, it might a get beer. you a water and <laughs> yeah exactly now, i think it's a, a huge marketing thing you got to take things to the next level like to me the MLB does not take things to the next level as well as they could. You know, um, there's a few things that happened with that. Like that one time that we had the rally squirrel for the Cardinals. Do you remember that? Like instead of, I mean, they made a couple of stuffed animals and, you know, special made them and stuff, make them for the whole stadium and everybody gets one when they come in or, you know, the first blank amount of number you know, of people come in, they get a free stuffed animal. That's the, and it's got a little Cardinal shirt on or something. Well, yeah. Remember the, you know? the, the give angels, them a real, give the, them a real squirrel. The angels had the rally monkey. Remember the rally yeah, monkey. Yep. And I even still have some, uh, I think two of them at the house. And I don't, I'm, it's one of those things where you just want to throw oh, it away we and you're like, there, yeah. why am I carrying this monkey around? I've had him in my room for five years and I need to get rid of him. So I need to find a little kid. Maybe that wants a rally monkey and go, here you go have a good time yeah but then you go and throw it away and something bad happens you're like oh shoot so then you get it back out and it's like your life's back to normal yeah that's kind of how you it gotta is go try to find it like no but to me doll. i think uh, gimmicks are the biggest uh, gimmicks and giveaways are the biggest thing okay you're talking about uh, most um, mlb parks i think for the most part boston red sox yankees dodgers 
Cardinals. Most teams like Cardinals, that okay. are storied franchises, and Even they're the so Giants. good. Yeah, most of those teams are, are really good, so they don't need anything. They're going to sell out night after night, whether their team is on a hot streak or not. But the teams like Tampa Bay Rays, sure. the Miami Marlins, a lot of those teams Toronto like that. Toronto Blue Jays. Toronto's Blue Jays. A lot of those teams like that, they need gimmicks. They need to have, you know what, every inning, between innings, we're going to announce, hey, if you come between this time, this inning, we're going to give you half price on a on a sauerkraut dog or like certain okay. things and give give uh, discounts for things or say, you know what, we're going to have um, a cornhole tournament between innings. The two guys, you know, first one that can make um, th- three bags, wh- sure. whatever, whatever they do. I don't know. You know, kind of like they do when they run the the outfield wall and, you know, some of that stuff between things just to kill time. You know how they yeah. do that? Like at minor league. Well, yeah, no. What? So they do that. Actually, they actually, I was in Atlanta. We watched the Braves play and the Miss Dr. Freeze or Mr. Freeze. Oh, okay. Did his run and he beats that guy. And it's, but it's, it's during the seventh inning stretch and it's like, okay, you know, if you really want to watch it, you got to wait till that. And then it's over. So, I mean, you gotta, you gotta expand it. Not every in between inning, not, not, Oh, you come to this game and you get free stuff every single time. But they make enough money to make it work and maybe do some different things. They always I feel like they do a lot of like 50 50 raffles every now and again and stuff like that. Like, why? Why are you doing that? Um, though there are some big time winnings and stuff. They oh, give yeah. it to good charities and cool stuff like that. I totally get that. But maybe think of some stuff that's also free and you can give away like, oh, we're going to give away two jerseys today. But like you have to go to the stadium to figure this out. You can't just look it up and be like, oh, they're not giving away Jersey until Thursday. You know what I mean? Right. Like come to the stadium. We've well, got prizes and giveaways. You know, we've, there's 10 games this year that if you come, then you're going to get hooked up with this, or we're going to have free taco night, but only you have to be in the stadium to find out about it. Yeah. We're going to give Yeti coolers away to the first 20 people that dress up like their favorite baseball player from oh, yesteryear. Or, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. You, you're in Seattle and it's like, you know what? I'm going to wear my Ken Griffey jer- jersey, the pants, the stirrups, you know what I mean? The whole gear and just, just try to do this. I don't know. I'm just saying there's so many different gimmicks and stuff you can come up with. Where are these marketing people in the smaller things to try to get people to the stadium? I feel like that's they're not doing their job. No, they're not. And like, like we said before, um, social media plays a big part in this. They do a great job of making their social media professional. Like, oh, they're going to take perfect pictures. They're going to put them up. They're going to show the highlight. Oh, they hit a walk-off home run last night, which is all fun and games. Like, don't get me wrong. I want to scroll, and I want to see the Miami Marlins doing good, you know. But, I mean, they're not anything that we want to really pay attention to. But, like, you want to see a a walk-off home run. You want to see a cool, you know, highlight play. But what we really want to see also is if you follow us, then if you look in the story, we're going to also, you know, do pop up ads for, you know, 30 minutes like on special days. And if you swipe up during that 30 minutes, you can get a free something. And now you kind of become a fan more and things like that. There's so many things you can do with social media and they've got so much money to do it with because what what does their money go towards the players, the coaches, the management and staff? And then they've got to start finding ways to get people into the stadium. So use that money wisely. Don't just don't just sit there and go, oh well, you know, if you wait till the last minute, our all of our tickets are really cheap. Come to the game, they're cheap. Like don't market it as it being cheap. But I like I said, I've said it before. I told you this off the air. You know, if there's a night where you can market this for a week before and say, you know, hey, come out to the D-backs game. Every single seat, every single. Um, 
ticket is $10. Just one night. Just see how it goes. And if you pack the house against the Pirates, then it's like, wow, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. You know, don't do it against the Yankees. Don't do it against the Red Sox or Dodgers. Do it against, you know, the the Blue Jays. Well, you can look at your bottom line because you go, okay, $10 a seat. Wow, we're going to be losing money on some of these seats. But then you go, okay, or even in the certain sections, all the outfield and all the upper decks, whatever, $10. And do that. And if you feel the stadium, like you said, you have merchandise, you have food, all yes. that stuff. If you get all that money together and you see how much you made and you go, dang, that was worth it. I would rather have a full stadium and make a little less on seating, but we're still going to make it up for in merchandise and food, then it's worth it. So you know what we need to do? We need to go have a talk with Derek Jeter and we need to say, you know what, here's yeah. what we, this is our ideas. This is our plan. We're going to take over your marketing. We're going to move to Miami. We're going to make it our job yeah. and we're going to get, by the time Trevor Rogers is the guy, right, which right. is going to be in the year or two, which is another part of our gonna, plot. Like, yeah, that's like, part of our hey, plot. Don't worry, Trevor, we'll we got move, you. We'll move families from Carlsbad yeah. that are so, you know, they can rent out their house mm -hmm. and move to Miami and sit there in, in a nice luxury place mm -hmm. and go to every game. And we can have that place packed. And all you got to worry about is a night. hurricane every now and again. Every it's now not and a then. Big deal. Maybe you can just have a Airbnb in Carlsbad on mm -hmm. the weeks that that's right. a possibility. And, and you can just you can watch the Miami Hurricanes actually yeah, watch them play football and baseball and all actually really good at all sports <laughs> feels like. But um, no, I think that the ten dollar thing would work. And I actually think, like you said, the merchandise is a big deal. It's actually a bigger deal if I pay ten dollars to go watch a game and then hey, you know, next week I'm also going to pay ten. I become I be I develop a love for this because now my friends can go now I can take a date I mean this is the thing they don't market it I don't think as a date as much as like oh old school baseball fans come on out oh we want to attract the new crowd MLB is attracting the new crowd not the Blue Jays you know not the Tampa Bay Rays they're not attracting the new crowd as a team they're attracting the new crowd with the rules or whatever um, a little bit. Make it a date night hey come out to the park date night you know if you come up to the uh, concession stand with your uh, date then we'll give you a free beer or we'll give you a free which beer i don't know if they'll want to do that but like we'll give you a free you know that dog might not be good. yeah like i mean not a, or free popcorn so for you're gonna you walk your... out of there with the rottweiler or something you're gonna be they're gonna you're gonna get home and you're <laughs> yeah. gonna be like what did you do yeah. they gave me a free dog they gave me a free dog they i didn't, didn't get to pick i didn't they just <laughs> said here you get the next in, one it's kind of like in the a, right in the small it's, writing it's, it's like um the fish pond thing when you go to to a carnival yeah you, you throw the the fishing pole in there and they put something on the hook and you pull it out and that's you what you take get. It home. You get what you get. So mm -hmm. you end up with a Rottweiler just sitting there on your front porch every single day. And you're yeah. going, don't ever go back to that ballpark. No, exactly. No, what I'm thinking too, though, is okay. Like we're, we go back to the $10, $10, me and you go to a game. It was still so, you $10 know what? by the way, let's go, let's go get a, uh, let's go to a game. $10. It's worth it. You know what? I'm going to eat dinner there. I'm going to drink a little bit. I'm going to buy me a Jersey or a shirt yeah. because I'm thinking, you know what? I didn't spend 80 to 200 dollars for these tickets right so i it's almost like you have disposable income that's like you mm -hmm, walking into mm -hmm. the stadium instead of them going okay i'm gonna take 200 dollars from you um go go have merchandise food all that no -uh. they're going you know what you have your still you have your 200 dollars. you're paying 10 the other 190 i want yeah. you to spend in the stadium and you're going okay that's like a kid in a candy store oh, yeah. just letting him run wild it's almost like you said i was picturing when we were talking about the eye black i was picturing little kids sitting on the floor and and you know they're one year old kids two year old kids and they're going 
what is this? And they pick it up and they start putting it on their face. And, and it's and fun. Then the, yeah. And then mom comes in the room and they're like, what the heck happened? I left the eye black out. And then the, <laughs> the kid's got a beard. And Mom, why and do you have just, eye black? <laughs> yeah. And he's got he's got uh, a sailor tattoo on his arm. Yeah. And, I mean, it's like, oh, my gosh, that's crazy. That guy's going to be a tattoo artist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mom's a baseball player. Yeah. Yeah. Mom's a baseball player. Um, yeah. And I mean, just to me, it, it just becomes more and more. Um, as we develop this idea, I think it just becomes more and more apparent that this should at least happen a couple times. Um, because like we, I think the Hawks, the Atlanta Hawks, they lower their concession stand prices and stuff. You don't even have to do that. You don't have to do that. We're not, we're not saying, Hey, give everything away free. Here's $10. And this is the thing. It's just like a gym membership. You can give away like, Hey, let's give away some pretty cheap. Like let's do some giveaways with some, uh, some, uh, like season tickets. Right. And so they're only going to cost like maybe, maybe a hundred dollars for the whole season. You can go to each game. And so now you feel like 30 more seats and let them pawn out the way that they do it. Like, Hey, I'm, I'm not gonna be able to use my ticket, but Ruben come use my ticket with whoever you want. And so there's more people there. You want that feel like, and then, and then you can start to raise the prices. Cause if like the Yankees, they can raise their prices. Why? Because everybody wants to go. Everybody wants to go to a Miami Marlins game. Why? Because it's packed. It's an atmosphere. It's huge. And so like a, the reason I say a gym membership is because the gym memberships don't care if you're going to be there working out. They could care less if you, you know, Show if you've been overweight for the last three years of their membership. Doesn't matter. They if don't you care pay, if you're just going to be there January 1st to January 15th yeah, and then you don't go the rest of the exactly. whole year. But I mean, like you pay 10 bucks, you pay 10 bucks for your date, you pay 10 bucks for your family and all that stuff or whoever you're going to take. And you go in there and, you know, you know, your son's like, oh, I want to get out of here. It's the third inning. Like, oh, I just want to leave. And so you stretch that out to the fourth inning or fifth inning. And then you go because it's like, ah, oh, you know, I spent 10 bucks. But when you spend 50 bucks, you make these kids hate the game. You know, you make the dates be like, oh, golly, this is so annoying. Like this relationship's over. And so there's more leeway. You don't feel like, golly, I spent $80 or I spent $500 on one direction tickets. I got to watch it from the very beginning to the very end. I mean, I better not miss one flash of a light or you're uh, another example. You're sitting there watching the game with your family and you only pay 10 bucks and you're going, okay, I'm happy because I'm getting to watch the game. Yeah. Kids, maybe they're not as happy, but you know what? You go here, you go, you give each one of the kids here, little Johnny, yeah. here's $20. Go right. get you a dip in dots. Sure. And that kid's going to be happy for maybe two more innings. And mm -hmm. then you get to watch six or seven innings. If you can get to the seventh inning stretch, then you're golden. Right. Exactly. So let's talk about the next event. This place sells out for sure. And I don't think it's as huge of a venue as some of these uh, baseball fields, of course, are and stuff, the stadiums. Um, it's a Kentucky Derby. We talked about the fact that the Kentucky Derby is always a big time thing, right? People want to gamble on it. People want to go because it's just you, you want to show off, you know, that you have money. And if we could do it, you know, um, what would be ideal for the actual event? Ruben, what do you expect to see at the Kentucky Derby had you gone to it? If I went to the Kentucky Derby, I think what I would do is I would show up and I'd have a three-piece suit on. I would have the whole look um, and I would be dressed to kill and I would yeah. just I would just go in there and of course I'm not going to be a big gambler so I'd probably put like I think 20, at this point you might $20 be. Okay. $20 and you pay, you know, your whole outfit costs 2000 grand. <laughs> well, yeah, I spent all my money on my outfit. So right. I'm just getting the look. Okay, let's say, okay, I've got that kind of money. Okay, I'm going to spend right. 10 grand on, um, I don't know, maximum security to win. Golly, that'd be fun. Win. 
Yeah. That, how did that work out? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so yeah, I'd have that. I look. mean, but I'd what, have what are you wife, looking like? I'd have my wife with me and she'd have her dress on with the big hoop. It looked like, um, a fifties, um, prom. Right. And then she'd have the big hat, the whole, the whole nine yards. Like she's, she's gotta be like, people have to move out of her way as she walks just so that you get attention. And make sure that the and then the hat is even wider than anything else. So like she's got to take the hat off and tilt it to the side to walk through doors. Yeah, and I don't think I thought it through enough. And you know, like the walkways are not wide enough. Um, there's tables yeah. too close together. So there I am in front of her, just moving tables out of the way and trying to <laughs> trying to make it. Um, excuse me, excuse me. Right. You know, like almost like at a wedding where you're holding the girl's train. That's kind of like I'd be, but right. I'd be in front of her maybe to just try to like make sure she mm-hmm. could get through everywhere. And then all of a sudden you're looking around and she's knocking tables over and people are grabbing their drinks and their food right. and it, it'd be a mess. And we're, and we're built a certain way. Um, just here in Carlsbad, you know, you want to make sure that you get the most out of events. So because that thing is just so wide and so, it's like, what is it like? Do they use metal in those to yeah, make I them stay do. the way they do? They do okay, like so a wire or wire thing. Attached to those metal wires, you know, you have little hooks and attached to those hooks, there's like candy bars and there's waters and stuff like that. So you're just like, Hey, reach down into the compartment because there's different compartments on the side. They're like pockets that are hidden, you know, um, that'd be pretty cool. No, for me, I, I would, it's, I, I got to wear the top hat. I got to have the cane. Those are two big things for me. Um, just because I got to show out and I'm going to make sure that I have a camera crew following me around because why not? I'm a rich guy. I can do whatever I want. And, um, you know, I'm getting the fancy drinks and I'm buying the shots for people that are, you know, $500 a shot because what the heck I'm just going to show out. And then at this point now I'm networking with these high end people and Hey, I got more business now. It's crazy how, when you get to that level, you have to spend big money to make bigger money. And it's, it's to at this point, like I'm looking at free stuff. Like how do I have to grind to make a dollar over there? It's like, how do I, how do I spend lots of dollars to make way more dollars? And it's just to that point. See, and I feel like old money is where you dress like we're talking about. Yeah, I yeah. think new money, they show up with they do whatever they want. chains and they just show up with, yeah, sweats on and they just go, you know what? I'm just going to have a good time and I don't care what people think. I've got $4 billion in the bank right. and I can There's just no do whatever I want. Here. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go do whatever I want and just have a good time and I'm going to be like, hey, lady, take off that stupid hat. You're annoying. You're in the I front. can't even watch the yeah, dang race. Down in front. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's um, even though my top hat is three times the height of her hat. I'm still complaining (laughs) and we're talking. We have to talk about. Yes, we talked about the drinks part. We talked about the outfit, but but the actual food and stuff itself coming around. I imagine like what what kind of foods do we imagine when we imagine the Kentucky Derby? I imagine caviar. What do you have? I think um, it's going to be like Brazilian steakhouse place because I'm going to be there. I'm going to be watching the event. But you know what? It's a little. As fancy as it can be, it's a little sloppy. The Kentucky Derby? No, I'm saying the the Brazilian food, the steakhouse. Like they cut it off onto your plate. And say, I guess you can keep it, but it just doesn't look nice. I feel yeah. like they're gonna come out with, with a seven a, course meal. Better. Mm-hmm. You're just gonna keep getting little plates. Right, and by the end of the seven courses, it felt like you had you know half a sandwich because they bring it out in like small, half small inch size. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like bird food. You're just getting yeah. a little bit every every. Uh, 
I don't know. How does a, a race like that work, though? I don't, I don't think know. it's like a. It's not like going to Rio Doso where you have ten races, so you're betting on each race. I think it's just the one race, isn't there? So is it? Yeah, like that's a, the main. Yeah, I think so. So I don't know. I guess that we'd have to do a little more. <laughs> we need to uh, do more research, research on, on that before Kentucky we talk about Derby. it. But uh, but I think um, if it's just one race, I don't know that you're there for four or five hours, but. It seems like you would be. Yeah, I think you got to be there. Well, no, you. I mean, I would definitely be there for a while. I'd go find my seat. I'd you know make sure people know I'm there. I, I have pictures taken um, and all that stuff. I'd go down to the stables and be like, "Yep, that horse. I mean, golly, that's a good horse right there." I have no idea what I'm talking about. Pick the up jockey. his hoof maybe and look at it. And yeah. make sure that he's it's healthy and yeah. Right, and then I go to like shake the hand, shake the jockey's hands, and their hands fit inside of like the like first third of my hand because they're like four feet tall and you know just maybe check their teeth check their teeth oh the horses yeah the horses yeah just to make sure you know i mean the jockey i don't know if you know i said the jockey that's not the horse okay (laughs) i thought you were talking about the horse no yeah no shake the the hand of a horse the the jockey's not i mean the horse is not um no i don't think i can have a horse or or, or i'm not gonna check the jockey's teeth no i'm not gonna check the jockey's teeth (laughs) i'll let the hygienist exactly and i feel like but Going back to the food, like I feel like, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take the caviar, and then they bring out one caviar, like one little fish, fish egg. egg, yeah, and they're like, here you go, We're, we drizzled it with a, you know, a, a little sauce. Blah, blah 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 sauce, yeah, yeah, and we sliced it in half in case yeah. you didn't notice, and then they yeah. give you like a little a little microscope, you know, like the little, right. and you that way you can look at it and go. Thank you. That that looks very yeah, good. Yeah, that looks delicious. Can I'm I get gonna, a really small fork? Yeah, and then a really small to-go box because I can probably only eat half yeah. of this. Yeah, me and my wife were going to share this, but you know what? That may even be too much for the both of right, us. Right, right. Because we're going to get another course, right? <laughs> <laughs> what, how do you show up? You got to show up big. We, we talked about it. We we're going to get there early. But you got to make sure people know you're there. So I think I'm showing up in a normal car, like something that looks really, really nice, like a le- legendary looking old school car. And then I'm setting my stuff down, blah, blah, blah. And then when it's getting closer to the event, when other people are showing up, I'm driving back off, getting that limo. And then it's like, oh, who's that? You know what I mean? So I'm getting there early just to set. Maybe I send somebody to do, set my stuff down, huh? Because that's like peasant stuff. Yeah, I think so, who's too. I think, I think I'm going in a Rolls Royce. Yeah. Rolls Royce is a nice vehicle. You know, everybody's got a limo, so it's like, oh, God, that's tired. Golly, a limo, lame. Rolls Royce, and I just park right up there, right up against the stadium, so people will see my Rolls Royce. Yeah. And, of course, I'm not driving it. I'm going to be in the back, but at least, you know, my driver can open the door for me and and see that I look good. You know, thinking about it, I think I might have to to buy a Pope Mobile where I'm in that – you know what the Pope goes in? He's got oh, like that yeah. big dome and he's just sitting there and it's like above everybody. I'm going in that. Imagine <laughs> going in that showing up. First off, you got to get there somehow. So how do you even get that there safely? But let's say that you get there safely. Um, yeah, I'm rolling in that and, and it's okay. going to look swagger. Another option maybe is a human sized drone where you go in a drone and then you go right into your seat mm-hmm. and then you set it down. So it's kind of like a, a miniature helicopter. Right. But still there's no wrinkles on your, you can't get a wrinkle on the, no. on the suit. Of no. course not. Um, anyways, guys, we hope that you enjoyed the, uh, the banter back and forth. This is the first, uh, original podcast we've done in quite some time. Tell us what you think. Um, hit us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We'd love if you gave us a follow. It would mean the world and you can follow us and check more stuff out at allsportsbest.com. Um, 
yeah, get into the conversation. Hit us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and tell us your opinions on some of these things. We'd love to mention you on the next original. More originals coming soon. 